man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup. Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. All right. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. I'm your host, Cody Ryan, sitting in with me. Oh, beefsteak shiny tooth. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got get that. that one tooth all shined <laughs> up, looking pretty these days, smiling. And uh, Ty Wire over there, he's getting things twisted together. I'm afraid he's going to leave us, you know. Those fancy, fancy shoe-wearing uh, sport folk over there that he's working with now, you know. They got him dialed in to every week, weekday he's working, I think, now. I know he's got, he's working with those folks that wear like khakis and go golfing, you know, <laughs> fancy pants over there. They, they talk slick and yeah, he's still dealing with a couple of old rednecks over here that I don't know. Just Nick rides guns. Head. I just get nervous. You know, you lose a good ranch and, uh, you know, to that high paying, high paying <laughs> job over there in the city. Big Bride's guns with the way society is pouring, uh, pounding on our rights to own guns. And that's absolutely no joke. It's imperative. We support our local gun shops and ones we trust our constitutional rights. That's McBride's guns. They're Austin's family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer. Whether you need help with a new rifle, shotgun, personal carrier, special order, the McBride's staff can help you. They've got a gunsmith there on site also to do any repairs, modifications, anything you need to your firearms. They can take care of for you right there at McBride's in the same place it's been for years right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call 512-472-3532 or online McBride'sGuns.com. Hey, before we get into this uh, water safety techniques uh safe drinking water techniques yeah we'll, we'll talk about that in a second but i wanted to mention real quick while so last week i checked my game camera on saturday and for two days i'd had this buck i mean at my at my feeder here at my at the farm you mean I'd the one you buck. sent me the picture you sent me yeah okay yeah. i had this buck he's he's a good one right yeah. And, uh, I mean, definitely bigger than anything you've ever killed. Oh God. Of course I'm going <laughs> to, of course I'm going to say that, but really actually bigger than anything I've ever killed. And, uh, so I was kind of excited. I set up a bow blind and all that and I'm thinking, all right, 
he'd been he'd been coming out right before legal shooting time you know or or that would be like my last picture like 20 minutes before legal shooting hour so i'm like all right he's gonna he's gonna work his way on up stay a little too long at some point and uh i come home really excited first thing i do uh kiss the wife and and daughter and then run to the game cam and change <laughs> change out the card grab the card because i don't have one of them fancy ones and just go straight to your phone here at the here at the farm and i check it and i have not one picture of him and he had come in for a couple of days there in a row before i left not one picture of him but i have three to four coyotes every night eating corn you know i, I i've been seeing pictures of that ridiculous and it just doesn't happen i guess the drought is all i can think of ah i was so disappointed so then i tried to stay up last night and but they're coming in at like two to four in the morning you have to call your brother-in-law he'd be hey get all your brother-in-law cj he would love you see there's two sides to that though i don't want to like call him in on my place right Uh because then you're calling him towards you like I want to go hunt them on my neighbor's place and call them away from my place <laughs> and hunt them over there. That's a good point. Uh, all right. Six ways for safe drinking water. I thought this was cool though. I probably knew them all. It definitely kind of reiterated, you know, the different ways, the six different ways that you can get drinking water or you can, you can have safe drinking water. Now, look, this doesn't work in all situations. Don't take our advice. We're not professionals. These are methods that have worked or will work. They're tried. And I don't true. want somebody saying, Oh, I sat on the toilet for four weeks. Cause I tried to boil some water from the stagnant pond behind my house. And I don't know what the deal is. It didn't work. Uh, well, people are always concerned about when you boil water over a campfire, how long you should leave it. Yeah. Right? Number one is boiling water. Um, uh, so just straight boiling they say seven to ten minutes on a rolling boil is what it takes i tell you that's the toughest one it sounds like it's easy but we went down and uh hiked when i was in my younger days we hiked uh garden of the gods uh which is in southern illinois and into kentucky right there along the river and uh there was no water i mean we backpacked in and it was hot and sweaty, and we had one little jar of water each and quickly found out after four hours that was not going to work. So then we spent the rest of the time with a little jet boiler or a camp, camp stove trying to boil water. And if you've ever sat there and waited for a quart of water to boil, it's, okay, seven to ten minutes. It takes a little while to get to that then seven to 10 minutes of boiling. But what they don't tell you is how hot it is. <laughs> yeah. You can't just drink it right away. <laughs> no. Especially and, if it's hot outside. And we're just sitting there looking at it, sweating, going, Oh, I can't wait until that cools down a little bit. Oh, uh, and that was a terrible. long, long day. A miserable experience. All right. Number two is distillation. Uh, a pot is releasing hot steam during boiling. Sometimes boiling isn't enough to make some water sources safe for consumption. See, sometimes it's not safe enough. So you just, you drink the steam that you catch. The condensation that it creates. The condensation, right. 
And I, I like that idea. Dude, I think do you know how long that would take? Well, of course, to get it, but this is not like this is an extreme, you know, situations in my opinion. Yeah. Number three is one that kind of weirds me out. I'll be honest. Like this one, you don't like I'm not these? a huge fan of. It just kind of freaks me out a little bit. Is purifying tablets. There are a plethora of water purification tablets out there that fit easily into your backpacks and uh they're great to have on hand in a water emergency. Some brands use iodine as their method of cleaning, quote unquote, the water, while others use chlorine dioxide. Considering such as the time it takes to uh, takes each to purify the water, tablet shelf life, and eventual taste are taken into account. Yeah, I'm just not sure about the chemically treating. <laughs> it just yeah. kind of freaks me out. Like you're looking for in these situations for water to, you know, heal your body basically. Right. And yeah. now you're chemically changing it. I don't know. Well, you know, I, we got chlorine like in all the, you know, city water. Yeah, so, I know. I know. And even in country right, number, water. Number four plus, you know, you got a local swim, swimming pool. You're going to drink a little bit of that water inevitably. TJ would not, not agree with you on that one. He'd be he'd be screaming, "Oh, that grosses me out!" Oh, you know? it's so gross. All Number four, people. filtration. Wild water filtration has come into its own the past couple of decades, thanks to new inventions like and, and smart marketing. There are both pump action filters and drip filters. Yeah. Uh, the later of which use gravity to slow force the water to drip through a filter cartridge for collection. Pump filters are more popular because they can process about a quarter water per minute. Um, Have you seen those with the little hand pump that you either squeeze like this, you yeah. know, with the, with the hand pump or you step on it like you're blowing up a, um, yeah, the gravity one. We tried one of those at our KOZ event. We were showing kids. Uh, all the different methods, and one of them was that drip. Man, it just takes too long. I'm telling you. Dude, well, these aren't situations where you're like, I need water right this second. I know, but that's what we're all planning for. <laughs> I mean, that's what this whole idea is, right? If you properly plan, you're not going to be in that situation. Water is eight pounds per gallon. Right. You want to put, you want to hike enough water in? I'm saying water you in? properly, properly I don't know that I, I kind of like these, I, this idea that number five is the survival straws. I got one in my glove box of my pickup. I'm sorry. They my probably expire. You probably need to read it. They expire. You it don't just a, use it for like your uh, route 64 or whatever. Either. It was a little weird. We had like a little puddle on the road and I'm like, kids, I'm going to go ahead and drink this. And I mean, you got, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh there needs to be a lot of suction let's put it that way it's not easy um, that's drinking really water we're gonna move on number six <laughs> is uv light purifiers uh uv light purification is making its way into the scene for good reason this type uh of system is generally meant to kill bacteria viruses that cause waterborne illness uh, but it can't eliminate larger debris so your roadside water is probably still going to have a little grit in it. Yeah, but th right, th uh, this is what. Of no, man. I mean, 
This is what the newest, latest uh, uh, swimming pools and all the, oh, the yeah. Olympics, they're all using UV light, right, to do it. Yeah. You can get one of these at Cabela's for about 120 bucks. Yeah, well, I'm not getting one of those then. This would uh, be the ideal. If the, I was doing any of this, that's what I would do. I don't know. It's still gritty. I, I'd rather get rid of the grit than the bacteria. For the third year in a row, the number one drive appeal among li- lar- large light-duty pickups is the Ram, according to J.D. Power. And with more truck owners switching to Ram during the Ram Power Days, the best place to buy your new Ram where we've been saving and selling them for over 38 years. That's Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Visit Central Texas during Nile Maxwell's Ram Power Days. Uh, a super-sized selection with all the savings at the number one Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Ram dealer in Austin. Come save thousands at Nile Maxwell Supercenter now. Yeah, they're right there at 620 and 183 in Austin. See all the savings online at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. Coming up next, your Peter Report. You do not want to miss this one. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Monkhouse 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. This is MLS Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning live right here from 7 to 9 a.m. But you can also catch us. Make sure to check out our website full of all of your podcast links, your favorite podcast outlets. And, uh, yeah, you can link to them right then and there. Get all hundreds of shows, hundreds of past shows. You can listen to us for days, literally. Days. Right there, your favorite podcast outlet. Beefsteak. Well, Take it away. I, was, I, think, I think I was telling you that my wife, um, her Durango, she said, hey, um, I smell like burning. Oh, and, you shouldn't talk about her like that. Well, she's not got a deep voice. She'll, hey, how about you? Then that nah, wouldn't nah. be good, right? But anyways, so instead of chasing that rabbit, you know, down those tra- that trail and down those holes, I, uh, I needed somebody that I could trust, so I used Sun Automotive Service. Sun Automotive Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at a Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Nearest me is 405 West Slaughter Lane, or you can go to 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials all week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for this week's Peter Report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. 
So the latest environmentalist trend is here, pouring out milk in grocery stores. Here's the problem. <laughs> the first problem I have with this is calling them environmentalist, right? <laughs> they have nothing to do with being an environmentalist. Once upon a time, yeah, I may call them this, uh, but this couldn't be further from the truth because I, you, we, the outdoorsmen are the environmentalists. Someone who puts their honest time, money, and effort towards bettering the environment as like an outdoorsman. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I don't I don't know what you I, I get it. TJ's on the line. But the, we are the environmentalists. Conservationist, okay? environmentalists, yes. Protectors. We are the ones protecting the environment. And doing something about it like TJ always talks about, are you just pouring milk All on the across floor? the United Kingdom, teenagers concerned about the environment are doing milk pours. That's the newest trend right now, milk oh my pours. Gosh. Uh, the new trend involves going into grocery stores, picking up cartons of cow-produced milk, and pouring out their contents, according to the animal rights group Animal Rebellion. It's an absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Oh, man. Videos have popped up on social media where teens pouring milk onto the floor over sales counters and everywhere in the store. Where, what is this, what is this trend and what does it solve? It solves nothing. Now they're going to have to produce more milk to keep up with demand. And they'll probably never be able to go in the store again. Well, of course, um, but uh, they will. And but who, who's going to clean it up? More milk. So it's counterproductive, right? This is all about feeling. It's all about uh, trying to make a scene. It, it's basically terrorism, as we've talked about time and time again. It has nothing to do with solving a problem. Now, ironically, gonna, they're going to have to produce more milk to make up for the loss of milk that these kids are pouring out. So it's really stupid, poorly thought out, and uh, it makes no sense. So... Uh, speaking of making no, <laughs> no, that doesn't work. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we got TJ on the line, I believe, with us. Beefsteak text me 73 times in the last four minutes <laughs> that TJ called in. And uh, are you there with us? So, yeah, I guess not making sense can be, you can use that in a sentence with my name often. Uh, no worries. And that whole milk thing. That's just little boys and little girls, and they have no clue what they're doing, and they think they do, but they're just little boys and little girls having little bits of whatever, you know. They're, But anyway, I'm in uh, just outside Cincinnati, Ohio. It's in the 70s here right now. It was in the 40s last night, I guess. Uh, I've been doing a camp out here with 2,000 guys. 400 acres and uh, had the most incredible, incredible weekend I've had in a very long time. Super good. I thought, I thought you weren't supposed to have your phone or anything. Yeah. Well, I just walked up to my truck, threw everything in. I'm fixing to walk back with one of my buddies. And uh, and you're not supposed to have your phone. But but you're a pro. You're a professional. I'm a rule breaker. <laughs> no, maybe you should go back good, down there and have them pray for you yeah forgiveness i think <laughs> breaker yeah 
Yeah. No. That's cool. No, I mean, I love the temperatures. What's the have y'all seen any wildlife out in that area? No. So the guys that the guy that manages the property talked of course I cornered him on his tractor this morning and he stuck a big uh ten on the property a couple of weeks ago, but uh and I found a turkey feather this morning, so he said there's a bunch of turkey here. But no, I haven't seen any wild. I mean, you got two thousand guys running around four hundred acres. There's wildlife's pretty much been shimmied on out of this place. That is the wild. Are you doing any arm wrestling? No, I didn't do the arm wrestling. I've done all the uh, courses, but I didn't do the arm wrestling. I didn't want to hurt some big guy's feelings. Yeah, you know? mm. my buddy did it, and his arm is goofed up. <laughs> He's, oh. you know, there's some guys that. And there's guys, I mean, it's, it's, it, we'll talk about it next week. I don't want to tie you guys up because I know you're, uh, working on the show, doing the show, but, uh, just want to say, man, uh, God is good and men are made to be men. And, uh, man, so much, so much to talk about such good stuff, but there's nothing better than a bunch of guys getting together and camping out, eating bacon and, mm. Uh, sitting around a campfire so i want to encourage everybody go go make a campfire it's cooling down it's it's that time of year you can go make a campfire sit around the campfire and enjoy some time with your family and your friends if there's not a burn ban if there's not a burn <laughs> band. not a burn ban that's correct all right that's we you know not, you got to give not, uh i got to give legal exceptions yeah. you know ex whatever legally follow all the local rules and regulations <laughs> all right all tj right. thank you enjoy your morning in that cool beautiful cool morning there and uh we'll see you next week yeah we're excited to hear about about all yeah. the adventures we'll talk about it next week god bless you guys Later. all right tj from the is he in the mountains is that no but you know you got hills and valleys over there in ohio Hmm. What are you saying? I said you got hills and valleys. No, what were you pointing to your head for? Just, because we couldn't just, hear you, man. Oh, you couldn't hear me? No, no. You you played with some button and no, I'm trying to hear turn you. my volume down in my ears because you were yelling at me. Uh, I speaking of I he said he mentioned bacon. Yeah. And yesterday, I have a buddy that does a lot of instagram cooking stuff on his instagram right okay he's like backyard barbecue kind of uh -huh. cooking and he made beef bacon beef? have you ever heard of beef bacon no beef where does it bacon? come off the same place I, I along no the ribs? that's as that's as far as i got i saw it and i thought holy cow i need to investigate what beef bacon is because it looked i mean it looked good Remember those uh, sizzlers or those steakums that you would get <laughs> and no. put them out of the package and then you throw them in the, yeah, that's what that was. So they're like steakums. Steakums. You never heard of steakums? No. Oh my gosh. Pre-cut right, hey. slabs of meat that you can fry up? Come on. Man, I don't know, but I'm going to look into this beef bacon thing and report back because it intrigued me. It seems like you can get a lot more beef bacon off a cow than you can a uh, little bacon off a pig. You know what mm. I mean? Like if we take a whole cow and turn it into bacon, that's a lot more bacon than a little old pig. All right.
Armed Citizens Report up next. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live from the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. We call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Find us on all your favorite podcast outlets. If you have a hard time finding us on those podcast outlets, just go to theoutdoorzone.com. We've got links to all your Apple podcasters. Uh, Pandora, Spotify, iHeart, Castbox. Yeah. I mean, we could yeah. go on and on and on and on. Yeah, we're in all of them, all of them. Hey, and beefsteak. We've got to figure out how to like. How do we count how many listens we get on each of our podcast things? I'm sure I, there's an app for that. I sent you a note. I sent you a note. We need to talk about. I don't read uh, your notes, so, so I'm calling you out online. <laughs> I mean, on air. Uh, let's do our armed citizens report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The outdoor zone wants you to know the truth. This is the armed citizens report for the week. This comes out of Chicago, Illinois. (laughs) Okay, every relative I have that lives up there just rolled over. Just, you called just it Illinois. Screamed. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago, Illinois. That's for beefsteak. <laughs> uh, a couple in Chicago held a home invader at gunpoint in the middle of the night until law enforcement arrived earlier in October. The invader, invader came in through a construction scaffolding and in order to enter their seventh floor apartment. Holy cow, they killed yeah. them tall there. The woman woke up early to get ready for work when she heard the noise outside and thought it was just a nearby apartment, but then came face to face with the invader who punched her in the face. Yikes. The boyfriend pushed the invader off his girlfriend and yelled to her to get his gun, which she did immediately. (laughs) Then uh, they then held the invader at gunpoint until law enforcement arrived. After searching the man, police found a crowbar in his waistband is that a crowbar in your <laughs> or are you just pants? yeah and two screwdrivers allegedly there were also items belonging to the couple on the man's person hmm. uh the man had multiple run-ins with the law as he was convicted of burglary in 2008 2009 2015 twice in 2017 but and why is this man free um re- this is absolutely he's been sickening rehabilitated i have he learned this lesson listen <laughs> here's here's something very personal and true as a child someone broke into my mother's house my parents were divorced so mm-hmm. we each had you know i went back and forth at houses uh, a guy broke in or a person we we don't know who it was while we were both asleep broke into our house through my bedroom door through, went through my bedroom well and, your window uh, course, your window now i actually had a door to the back oh yard okay out right. of my 
room. It's kind of a weird setup, yeah. but came in that door through my bed, had to walk around my bed into the kitchen, got some money and some food and left, you know, a little bit different of a burglary than, you know, maybe your normal, but we we're all asleep, right? Or my mom was asleep and I was uh -huh. asleep. And to this day, when we realized what happened to this day, it still grosses me out to even have that thought. But as a child for years, it traumatized me mentally, just knowing somebody watched me broke into the house and watched me sleep as they walked through the house. Is that why it we just, went on that hunting trip and you just laid in the corner and stared at the door with big eyes? I'm trying to be vulnerable. You're making <laughs> crazy jokes and I'm like being vulnerable here. Oh. This is why I'm never vulnerable. I will just close back up my little clamshell. Now, um, now it happened. It, didn't it happen it, to multiple family members of yours or? Well, and then my wife, my wife, when we were dating, someone broke into her apartment. She was gone, all that. Thank but God. Thank still, God. just the yeah. feeling of somebody in your stuff that you did not invite. It's a very, very sick feeling. Yeah. Like, puts you on edge. I don't know how to explain it. Makes you vulnerable. Like you're vulnerable at all points and there's nothing you can do points. about it nothing there is something and you don't you know can who do this person it. is well this pos person or subject pos person or subject <laughs> uh this pos does it all of these times 2008 2009 2015 2017 again in 2017 why is this piece of trash garbage not locked up why is he free? Why is this person continuing? Just think, in 2008, he screwed somebody up mentally. In 2009, he screwed somebody up mentally. In 2015, he screwed somebody up mentally. And I'm, I'm not talking maybe just one person. Maybe there's a kid, you know, like me, a mother and a son. Maybe there is a family. Maybe it was a single woman. Maybe it was, a, you know, twice in 2017. I'm glad they you know, held him at gunpoint, but what is he going to be out in three months? That's a good point. And Go I didn't think again. about that. If it's twice in 2017, he, he's being enabled. He could just do a little time Chicago, and do it again. Illinois, home of the m most prolific, stringent, stringent gun laws, gun laws. And this POS Obviously, they have no laws. It's the lawless city. If you want to get away with anything and just be let out and continue screwing up other people mentally, then just you want to do whatever you want and get away with it, go to Chicago. Except for the only way to fight back is exactly what they did. You got to be armed yeah. and know how to use but it. Here, here's the irony in that whole thing. It is there. It is uh, the part of the article that I cut at the yeah. end says that it is undetermined whether the uh, the couple in Chicago will be uh, charged with any firearm. <laughs> uh, oh my charges. gosh! Because they may Are have. Are you yeah. freaking kidding me? This is your liberal 
you think they're not coming after us? You oh, think yeah. they're not coming for your gun rights? They don't have to. They don't have to come after us. They just have to take all the laws off the books like this. Let these folks out. I agree, then, man. You know, carry I agree. on the same laws they got, the same crappy laws they got, particularly in Chicago. All right, I got to get off this, dude. My man, name, calm I, down. I can, Serenity. Now. <laughs> I'll break. tell you what brings me peace and serenity is having a bank that I know can handle what we need and someone to talk to. <laughs> I might call him just to talk to him after this. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Where Keystone Bank, founded by our friends Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. That's what I absolutely love about Keystone. Uh, to learn more how to get started with a Keystone account, visit one of our locations in person, 11500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchinson Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Go visit our friends there at keystone.bank for all the information. All right. Okay, I'll can we talk some, down. after you calm down and take a break, can we talk about some deer stuff when we yeah, come back? Yeah, we'll talk deer numbers on the flip side. Okay. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live here in the Bunkhouse. For the last segment and this segment brought to you by our friends at partsview.com p-a-r-t-s-v-u.com dude i'm telling you like i am so excited to have them on board because i was an actual customer long before they came on board last year i ordered some uh, maintenance kit to do my own maintenance and then i was able to go on their parts view exchange uh or, or their youtube page and watch a bunch of videos on how to do the actual service hmm. for the kit that i just ordered i mean it was right there they got it all partsview.com they're an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs uh, they've got over two hundred thousand products that you can order from the marine industry's leading brands like Starbright, nafco turning point propellers teenage marine 303 sea choice sierra all flex and many others They've got your OEM, Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki outboards, as well as Mer Cruiser, Stern Drive parts. They've got it all. Just go check them out, partsview.com. If you have a boat, you need to know who Partsview is, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. They pride themselves in great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, and helpful customer service. Um, man, just really excited to have them on board hey i did we talked about it earlier in the show but we never got to it i wanted to talk about some of these deer numbers around the country i thought it was absolutely in, uh, interesting what i got out of it here's kind of the weird part that i kind of got out of this so okay. in in texas we have a, po a deer population of 5.5 million deer i think that's <laughs> the most i saw on the list right absolutely yeah and so, and you look at a lot of these states, I mean, it goes through every single state, uh, what their deer population is. It's funny to me, it seems like the, the states that are most liberal with the harvest numbers, meaning like 
a Georgia, you know, you can kill a deer a day with a shotgun during certain Alabama. Yeah. Alabama or, you know, some of these States, I don't know all the rules and regulations, but I know that I've hunted those places and they're pretty daggum liberal with the numbers that you can harvest. Those seem to be the States with the most deer. Huh? Interesting. (laughs) But, but I'm saying, I mean, those numbers aren't decreasing. So is this a, I mean, I'm asking a real question. Is this a, conservation that's actually working rather than being dictated purely by feelings and emotions you know but this is actual like they're holding up what needs to happen in those certain areas or am i just overthinking it and we just happen to have a lot of deer and those other states happen to have a lot of deer uh you could come to that conclusion but you know like in the hunter's ed uh, class that we teach kids, we kind of go through and I make it a point. We make it a point to talk about, yeah, there's 35, 36 million deer now, but at the turn of the century or just before, man, deer were almost hunted to extinction because there were no laws, no rules, no regulations. And they didn't have, uh, you know, where did you get the meat for the corner store, you know, that were popping up everywhere. Guys, right. guys went out and shot everything they could and then it was the hunters and like you talked about the conservationists and environmentalists that came back and worked this thing and actually put their money where their mouth was. They made uh, different acts to get, get uh, money into it. Um, the federal government was able to do something instead of taking they're giving back, which is an odd feeling, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's all pointed in the right direction. So I think it's safe to say that the people that where they're dwindling is because they're not following what got us here, which is environmentally, we need to sustain, you know, the, the amount of deer that can handle with the population, right? And the amount of food that there is available and all the other things that happen where the game wardens go through and biologists go through and tell us, I mean, I'm amazed sometimes at the MLDs that uh, even TJ took those kids to where they're going, we need 40 does taken off this property this year. Here's uh, 40 tags. We have, we have by far (laughs) the absolute most deer in the country, white-tailed deer, uh, deer in general, we have the most deer by like leaps and bounds. I think number two is like 2 million. We have 5.5 in the state of Texas, 5.5 million deer. And you're right. Every one of us can go out and shoot five deer off our normal tags. Right. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that right? Yeah. And then you got MLD ranches, you know, high fence ranches, but just start, you know, regular tag, low fence ranches. We can shoot five deer. A piece, and if then, we wanted to. Right. And then you take Illinois, who has only got 660,000, and they right. they shoot only shotgun, and it's basically two weekends out of the year, and you get one. That's right. it. Except for right. archery season has a different thing, and, you know, black muzzle, but, you know, all that stuff. Um, But I was surprised at Oklahoma. Did you see the numbers? In Oklahoma? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was what, like, um, what was you it? You were surprised by that, 750,000? Yeah. 
I was surprised. I didn't. I thought it would be more than that. Nah, Oklahoma just doesn't have the habitat. I don't think as well as you would think. Okay. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot of. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They legalize pot in Oklahoma. Hey, so. I was about Friday or um, Florida. Did you see how many deer were in Florida? They're actually doing really well. Yeah. And that's probably from people that get into it, the conservationists that are hunters and understand how to regulate and and make the best of it, um, get involved, and they thrive. You know that. You've told me that about a species that from... Where they're almost yeah. We look at the exotics yeah. that are all over the state of Texas. We have more some types of exotic deer and and antelope species. We have more of here in the state of Texas than in their native lands. And anyway, yeah. uh, let's give me your your week's verse or your uh, <laughs> quote of the week, beefsteak. Man, I'll tell you what. If there's nothing else that I want my grandkids to hear or to be able to. Uh, uh, tell other people about and it and here it is when it when someone tells me no it doesn't mean i can't do it it simply means i can't do it with them okay i like that one i like i want to teach my grandkids no Mm, you just haven't found the right person okay all right all right. Uh, let me tell you about kids. <laughs> you got to think zone. about that uh, one. If don't you want to get involved? You're a guy that uh, wants to get involved in the beautiful outdoors and looking for a place to do it. Kids Outdoor Zone is a great place to do it. Uh, looking to get a boy involved into the great outdoors. Don't know how to teach them uh, hunting, fishing, outdoor adventure stuff. Check out kidsoutdoorzone.com. Of course, they're taking uh, any any uh, donations that you have at all. KidsOutdoorZone.com, KidsOutdoorZone.org, I believe also. Uh, but check out Kids Outdoor Zone. Beefsteak is a faithful uh, contributor to the outdoors uh, to the Kids Outdoor Zone. Uh, yeah. uh, so check them out. Hey, this week's Bible verse comes from First John four eleven. Dear friends, if God loved us this way, we also ought to love each other. Oh, live it, love it, learn it. Uh, on behalf of TJ, tomorrow, today is Sunday. I want to encourage you to find the church of your choice. Uh, this week, folks, get a kid outside. Get outside yourself. Go to the park, the ranch, the lake. Just get outside. Go into the great outdoor zone. And uh, check out The Outdoor Zone for all your podcast outlets. Check out kidsoutdoorzone.com to get involved, donate, or uh, get a kid involved in the great outdoors and now on behalf of all of us, it's time. All right, regulators, let's mount Not up. Because you can't stop us out and you can't make them run. But when the old boys raise on shotgun, we say grace, we say man, if you ain't in the south, we don't give a damn. We're from North California and South Alabama. And a buck and run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive.